What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN? Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. <laughs> Rona. <laughs> the Rona edition. Oh, shit. Oh, Rona. You guys hear anything? Rona. You don't hear anything, do you? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we hear the, oh, okay. the applaud that you're applauding for coronavirus, which is well not cool. <laughs> wonder how many podcasts out there have coronavirus editions right now. Everyone under the yeah. sun. <laughs> yeah. You know what? But the, the f- most important one are parents that are worried about their families like us, fatherhoods. Yeah. There you go. Indeed. Good spin. Now let me let me good. Let, let me get you give you guys a little tidbit. I, I think I emailed this to you guys earlier, but uh for the the millions and millions of listeners out there. Uh so in in our audio hosting platform that we use, uh shout out to Anchor. Uh Anchor.fm. When we were uploading the episode, uh, there was a mention in the original copy that I put in there for, about COVID-19, right? Um, and, and by the way, that was for the Rusty Jukes episode. If you didn't listen to it, go check that out and come back to us. But so it wasn't uploading. And I was like, yo, what the hell's going on? Like, it, it just gave me some weird, like, messaging, error message. But it didn't tell me what the reason was. So I reach out to Anchor, and as usual, they're really fast at responding. So they hit me, and they're like, oh, by the way, did you might, might have you had anything involving COVID in the summary? And I was like, shit. Okay. Boom, I remove it. I upload it. And then I, after that, I'm like, wow, this is pretty fucking smart. It, was it just the words COVID or coronavirus as well? I, I only use COVID in the, in the summary. And okay. uh, it, so it was just that that I needed to eliminate. But if you think about those implications, right, um, with the spread of fake news and all this shit that's going on, like that's pretty responsible of them to even, you know, in the area that they can control to try to prevent that shit from potentially getting out there unless kill kill the non-experts from talking exactly talking about it. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they whitelist like certain experts like doctors or like CNN has a, a podcast with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Those they would let go, I'm sure, because they. Those are trusted individuals. Or devil's advocate, big brother, making sure <laughs> we don't talk control. amongst each other. Yeah. <laughs> and spread real facts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was that was an interesting little uh tidbit. <sighs> so so who's on who's on lockdown over there? We are. <laughs> huh? So you're in New not, York. Right? Miami's not. Yeah, we're we're doing real social distancing here at Fatherhood's podcast. Facts. <laughs> we got K- KGB in Cali, Santa Monica. I'm in Miami, and Manny's in. Would you consider that upstate New York? Not. I, yeah, I guess the people in the city that would consider it upstate, upper midstate. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because you know <laughs> everybody's got this shit. So up here, people consider us part of downstate. Down there in the city, they consider us upstate. But I, I, being that I'm from the Bronx and I would have considered this upstate, that's what I call it. You're Broward County. To yes. <laughs> Broward County adjacent. Right. So in LA here, we've got, we've got most, well, we've got restaurant bands, bar bands, all that kind of stuff. And then in the Santa Monica, Venice area, we've got all businesses closed. Um, we don't have a curfew yet. Man, you guys have a curfew, right? Yeah. Up, up where you're at. 8 p.m. Yeah. 8 p.m. We got to be My, locked down. Miami Beach did it out here, I think. Did they? And they, I think they, sh- they're shutting. They want to get all the spring breakers out. 
they need to. Oh shit! Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's still ha- that was still happening this past yeah. weekend. Crazy. So do do you have businesses closed in in where you're at? E? Um, my or gym is, is today. Or is everything still kind of. No, no. My gym people? announced today. Today they announced that bars, gyms, and and any business that has more than I think they said eighty people or, or uh, whatever something like that. Yeah. They, so my gym officially uh, said they're closing starting tomorrow. And it seems like most most restaurants are closing their dining halls and only doing takeout and yeah. delivery. Thank you. And it was funny because last yesterday, I told my girl, let's let's just go out and eat. I just feel like it might be the last, you know, <laughs> like last good meal out. And and we went to our, one of our favorite pizza spots. Shout out to Anthony's Pizza, the local one here in Kendall. And um, and it was dead, man. It was like two other people. The the people working there was a light staff. They're wearing gloves. They kind of look like they're un like when you walk in, like ah, you might have it, you know? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get too close. Yeah, and then whatever. At the end, it was all good because we go there all the time, so they kind of see us. And then when we're leaving, like you see the staff, like the people that do the cooking, that you kind of could see everybody, and they're all like, like they just give you that nod, and they're like, all right, man, uh, and then you know, be safe and. I'm like, be safe. It's it's just like everybody's like looking like we don't know what tomorrow brings, basically. Yeah, yeah we we got uh, we went out for a walk today because now because we're also on schools are closed here, so at least our our son's school they they have an open reopen date uh, April twentieth, so five weeks right now it's closed. That might that might extend longer, so we're on homeschool status, and. Uh, yeah, we we went out for a walk today just to get out, and I felt even just paranoid walking around. I'm like, eh. every time I pass people, I'm like moving everyone, <laughs> my wife and my son over to the side, like, eh, let's keep away from, him. you know, I don't want anyone breathing on us <laughs> right now. You like controlling the Mad speed paranoid. of how you how yeah. walking? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> You're like, definitely. all right, fast, fast, fast. No, 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 slow, slow, yep. slow, slow, slow. Yep. And like, if anybody sneezes or coughs, like even us when we were in the restaurant yesterday. My daughter sneezed, and we were like, oh, shit, shit. damn. You know, I coughed once, and I'm like, oh, fuck, they're looking at us crazy right now. I did the same thing um, up here. So uh, our, one of our favorite sushi spots. <laughs> and I don't I was, know why sushi doesn't seem safe right now. I know. It definitely. Yeah, anything raw and <laughs> cold. Definitely. There's, there's a whole bunch of fucking signals there. But anyway, um, I was like, yo, honey. We did it on a takeout tip, but I still I was like, "Yo, we should, we should do this because we don't know if this is gonna go sideways." And then, um, so I, I, you know, I call ahead, and so yesterday was when they announced like shop, uh, everything's gonna move to takeout, like on the restaurant side of things, and then, you know, anything non-essential is gonna be closed, so supermarkets are gonna be open and like Walgreens and that kind of thing. So I get to the spot, so yo, I I get in my car. And then I get out of my car and I I go get some latex gloves, and and I put them on and I'm like, all right, now I feel like I can go outside. And as I'm driving to the spot, I'm like, yo, this is foul. Why am I doing this? Like, I can't <laughs> I can't walk in there and then, like you know, sign the the, the slip. You know, after I, they swipe my card, receive the food. Like I'm gonna feel like. I feel borderline racist, you know, to a degree, because like I know, you know, the Asian community is feeling a lot of disrespect oh, yeah, yeah, from people yeah. with yeah. a lot of ignorance. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, nah. So I take the gloves off before I leave the car, and then I see a group of people like um, hovering around the entrance of the restaurant. So I'm like, nah. I stayed in my car. Finally, like those people moved away, and then I went in and opened it. So right before I go to the store, my wife is like. Yo, you could just stop breathing. Like, don't breathe. <laughs> like, hold your breath. And I was like, yeah, but I got to talk to them. Like, I can't just hold my breath and talk. She's like, no, you can. Just, like, just stop and then, like, slowly. Try it out. Yeah. So I tried it. <laughs> and I was, I couldn't hold it that long. So I was like, yo, fuck that shit. I'm just going to go. So I get there. I open the door. or get in there. And I look everybody in the eye. There's, like, three or four people that worked it. And they look at me, and they like everybody smirks at the same time. <laughs> They're like, "I know what you're thinking," and then I'm like, "I know what you're thinking." 
so I finally, you know, pay, get all my shit. <clears throat> and then uh, the guy there, the the owner, he's he, he usually, what, what's cool about this spot, they usually, like, give you some sushi while you're waiting for your order. So he rolls up a hand roll for me, and he gives it to me. And I, like, hesitate for a second. But they got gloves and everything. But at the end of the day, like, this is not a uh, something that necessarily is passed by the touch like it can be but it's an airborne thing so at the end of the day him talking to me does more damage (laughs) than you know handing it to me right so i'm all fucked up but fuck it i ate that shit like a champion (laughs) and i'm just praying everything works out yeah and and your schools are closed up there right yeah all schools in new york are closed here too yeah so how's homeschool going over there uh, thank the Lord, my wife is here. Uh, <laughs> so she's taking care of business. So I just started a new job, right? Uh, the first day of like the mass quarantine and like, telling everybody nice. to go nowhere was my first day at this new job. Yeah. So I start. And is your wife working still? Not anymore. Uh, okay. Because the kids are home. I don't even know if her spot is closed. Okay. Got it. But because the kids are home, she's here. But anyhow, yeah, it was an interesting start to this new job, working from home and kind of doing everything virtually. <sighs> but we just and surviving. Are you, are you guys following? Did your school send, like, packets with lesson plans and all that kind of stuff for all yeah. for your kids? Yeah, that's, that's, same here. That's pretty – I mean, it doesn't start till till Thursday. So today's Tuesday for those listening. Um, so we have a couple of days uh, before it goes to, you know, get started. But – I'm I'm happy that they're doing that a obviously for educational purposes, but um, it's gonna help us kind of have a better routine, I think through the day because right now it's all TV and oh. fucking iPad and what do you do? Yeah, we've been we've been trying to follow. We have a schedule. We have a schedule, and we've been trying to flow through it. But then, you know, we switch it up. Sometimes it's like, all right, let's toss this piece out and do something else. And But try to have some pieces of the schedule so it makes it makes him feel like he's got some structure. Because I noticed if, he, if there's no structure, I mean, he's just going to want to, you know, do the iPad or the screen. Or then he's just going to start to lose it. And you know, he's got to have something to kind of look forward to next of, all right, we're going to do this next. We're going to do this next. And. And be able to put him on his own to like, all right, here's the math portion. Sit down, do it, so that everyone can kind of free up and do their do their other stuff. So you guys, before you got the packets, you guys set up like, you know, school work as part of the routine. Yeah, what we did, and uh, more so my wife than me, um, when because we we knew that it was coming. Like we kept him out most of last week before they shut down the school because he has a cold anyway. So we were just like, all right, let's keep him in. Uh, people are going to look at him funny anyway. And plus we we're starting to get a little paranoid and like, ah, let's just keep him out of school. <clears throat> so, um, we, uh, or I should say she sat with him and, and he ran down basically what his normal schedule is during the day at, at school and so she had him write down, like, create his schedule based on his memory of, like, what the day, a, a school day would look like. So he wrote that down, and then we started using that as, like, the template for, all right, in the morning, you know, you've got circulo, and then, you know, then you've got your recess, and you've got snack, and you got all this other kind of, you know, yeah, matematicas and all this other stuff. So um, so that's what we've been okay, trying to follow. Come on, man. Got to. Yo, Kate, Kate, quiet as Kate. He mad, mad espanol. Yeah, don't diss him in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty um, ill, man. That's pretty ill. Like, um, I feel it's easier because you have one. I'm just thinking yeah, about definitely, definitely. How definitely. we would do it with three, like, yo. Oh, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be tough. I was talking to another dude who uh, today, and he's got three, uh, like a, a two four and seven and they're all home and he's just like you know the school sent the same packets of like 
what to do and some kind of like breakdown. But he was even saying like they need to have some kind of schedule. Otherwise, they're they're just going to lose it. And, I, you know, having three of them lose it at the same time is far worse than than one. Yeah. I will say like, um, you know, give. I mean, it's still early in the game here with respect to like being at home for a while. But my kids, I, I was listening to. I think it might have been CNN earlier today. And um, they had a couple doctors or people that deal with children. One was a pediatric uh, nurse, a doctor. And then another one was from some foundation, I believe, that dealt with children. And <clears throat> what it boiled down to for them was obviously, yeah, like what you said, establish some sort of routine. But also for the kids, it's important to have them be included. Um, and so it kind of like give them a bit of power for them to understand what's going on, but also be participatory in how to come back and like structure their day and do everything structure the day, but also like um, have them kind of explain to you what it is that's going on and how we know to kind of defend against it. Right. So like kind of make sure you kind of do like a teach back session almost with the kids, but then like, all right, so like, what do we do to prevent it? And then, oh, let's wash our hands. Okay, so let's show, like, the little one, our, our baby, right? We, we we dubbed her, like, the expert hand washer. So she'll come into the bathroom and kind of be like, you know, showcase how you wash your hands. And then everybody in the family would kind of go and wash their hands right after her. So she feels like she's proactively participating to, to try to eliminate or, you know, eliminate the risk associated with what's going on. Right. And constantly, like, educating them and having them understand, like, the status of things are and what that means you know without scaring them but really trying to include them in the world that is now you know normality and it's for us it's been working well we were doing that even before they recommended it but um i think that's something really interesting to, for people to try i wonder what what the long-term effect could be of all this on on children like is this something that is gonna affect them emotionally is it going to be just you know like 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 in the future they're going to be like remember the coronavirus you know crisis that we had you know is it going to be like 9-11 you know i wonder what the long-term effect would you know even educational wise like the whole disruption yeah. of education and and norm and normalcy like how much is that going to affect and rippled i think it know, depends how bad it gets if right. if it's if it's if it, if there's not a lot of death and a lot of people getting sick around them, then it's probably going to be like an extended uh, snow day type thing. You know what I mean? School's right. been out. You know, one of those things that you remember, like, uh, like when I was in, living in New York when they had the blackout back in '04 or whatever it was. You know, one of those things you remember that shit shut down. And then, but I think if it gets worse in terms of just people being around them that are sick and people been affected with death and i think that's kind of going to have a different different, different scenario yeah. how much are you guys as parents feeling confident and trusting officials with everything they're saying to us not at all <laughs> i don't feel like where are you taking your cues from to say okay this is you know i mean it's happening i understand this is what we need to do i mean for me um I'm. I tend to look at like um, like as far as news goes, I don't really watch any TV news. I end up looking at like um, uh, like Flipboard or Apple News, those kind of sources that have mm -hmm. that are that are getting that are pulling. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Aggregating um, news articles from all kinds of different sources, um, and then from there, I I kind of start to see like all right which are the ones that are saying the same thing or kind of, or kind of biting off each other's news stories and then which are the ones that are coming from a little bit more outer field of of different things that i haven't heard before I, i'll probably tend to pay more attention to that stuff um not necessarily conspiracy theory stuff but but things that that maybe the 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 regular quote unquote news like a CNN or a Fox or whatever you know that they're they're putting out there 
and then and then my mom who's like on some kind of super paranoid <laughs> stuff right now um i think she's paying a bit too much attention to it but she's got her own sources that she pays attention to mm-hmm. and and she's been pretty early on the paranoia of like hey you you're going to go into lockdown soon, you know, watch, and this is what's going to happen because she's paying attention to some of these other yeah. kind of um, outside sources, people who have been paying attention to this stuff and that are on it. So um, even even though sometimes I might roll my eyes when she just gives me the constant flood of, right. of like paranoid information, there are gems in there that, that I can pull out and say, okay, so, um, you know, I, I'm not – paying as much attention to it as she might but she's also delivering some good information so, so supposedly there was a, d- a dude in italy that and i think it's recent too that he's been saying that you know because italy's on total lockdown and, and they they're you know pretty badly hit and he said he, he's looking at the united states like a slow train crash that like they already crashed and you know it already came through there and they see it us not really doing the necessary steps to do what we need to do yeah. Um, but again, is, are there any are there any conspiracy theories that you guys, you know, not to peddle in conspiracy <laughs> theories, but are there anything, you know, because there's a couple things out there that I'm like, oh, man, this makes a little sense, you know, but like I, I'm the type of person that I, I entertain conspiracy theories more as like a like entertaining them like straight up, like just entertainment. Yeah. And, and you know, and just to have it in the back of my head, like, OK, that's source information in case. I need to pull from it, but yeah, I try I to go with the the general consensus of what's going on and kind of take the precautions that are in the basics of what everybody's kind of following. Well, I don't rule out the the idea that this was a like a biochemical thing that went south that that got you know there is that theory that that in China in that lab that they were messing around with these viruses and there might have been a mistake and that got out somehow. I know that I guess uh, the World Health Organization um, has dismissed that, but I don't even. But it's like I, even though I mean, they're going to dismiss those. Yeah, things. yeah. So I mean, I, I don't. Um, you seen the? Good. I think that could be a possibility. You seen the post that uh, Chuck D made yesterday oh, about the five G? Yeah, I mean, yeah. As, as crazy as it sounds, I mean, if there's any truth to any, is there any facts? based on the timeline that guy gave in history. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. And I had been hearing over over time that this 5G thing, oh, don't, you know, it's the, the worst thing in the world. And I didn't know why people were saying that. I didn't understand it, but I guess this is the reason why. Well, yeah, I've definitely heard a lot about 5G. I mean, in terms of people saying it's going to be harmful for health to have all those waves such close, you know, distance to to everyone and everything. So that's the f- so that's the first that po- Chuck D post was the first I ever even heard of it. Heard being, of that? Yeah, being an issue. Uh, and, and, and you know what that reminds me of that it's not it it wasn't new to me about the idea that that energy in any sense electrical energy whether it be waves or radar waves or radio waves or just anything was bad because growing up in L.A. we had the the huge uh, electrical uh, grids that that were oh uh, yeah. Huge, and even here, actually, where I live now, I have one really close. And I used to always hear that living people who lived around those, like there was deformities in children, you know, being born around them, and and that there was a lot of issues with that. So, you know, there's these things that 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 are out there, and they're you know, it's not new. And so what this dude was saying, I was just like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, because Chuck D got a lot of shit. If you look in his comments, people were going at him hard. Oh, for posting yeah yeah they were dissing the shit out of him saying that he was peddling in conspiracies which because the thing is in the th- in the theory of what he was posting it's the virus is not a contagion it's not something that that you get by being around people it's not airborne mm-hmm. it's strictly through this wave mm-hmm. rate you know whatever you know so by saying that people might be like oh well more lax about being quarantined, more relaxed about being out and about and, and, and hygiene and all that stuff. Oh, so that's why people were going at him. Yeah, you know? but, but he wrote in his in his caption, like he's going to do more research and he's just 
sharing Putting it out there, right? That he yeah. found interesting, but he wasn't necessarily saying I 100% back this. He was just putting it out there. But he got yeah, he got a lot of shit. So uh, oh, this uh, just real quick though, in case you guys are curious, uh, the videos of these folks that the stuff that my mom has been paying attention to. Right. It's a uh, Peak Prosperity. They have a, some kind of website, but they have these uh, pretty in-depth videos. Um, and then another guy named uh, is a scientist PhD, and is a guy named Dr. John Campbell. So that's that's the stuff that that she's Just been on. pushing my way. Yep. Um, the one th- I saw I saw something today, another video thing that I saw, but one dude did some math using like the whole idea of compound interest. Yeah. And he basically showed how in, you know, six days, 10 days, however many days people would get infected by the by using the the numbers that are out there and other countries, you know, numbers and how long it took for a certain amount of numbers to, to rise in, in infections or people having the virus. So it he showed just by using those numbers that we know of that are out there and the days that it took for certain things to happen that the whole country would be infected with the virus within 10 days. Mm. So it, nice. infected doesn't mean you die, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like everybody in the country at one time having the cold. Right. But, um, but with, you know, what the worry is for people is what that would do to our, you know, healthcare system. Um, and then obviously the percentage of people that would die would be crazy. And then that's the reason why it, would, it makes sense why people are trying to like, shut shit down because obviously if this one guy could do those numbers and do that math you would hope the government has the fucking the 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 best mathematicians <laughs> and and scientists to figure out that math as well you know and 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 Cuomo was talking about that in his press conference today he talking about the math you know basically I, I, I was going to say before you mentioned uh you were asking what sources you know we listen to uh, I, I'm I'm consuming a whole lot of CNN on the television side, but I'm also yeah, looking my, at. I am too. I'm also looking at a lot of diversified sources through a Flipboard and just other places. Twitter yeah. is also kind of a substantial one for me, just because I can parse through a lot of different things. Uh, but like with everything, you got to really be uh, kind of cautious about what you take as truth. Mm-hmm. Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, he's he's been probably the most uh, convincing to me uh, because I feel like a lot of what he's talking about is logical, you know, kind of straight talk. Like some people you watched the the press conference today. Not today's, but because uh, oh, it was dope few. until he went off on a on a rant at the end. Oh, he does that though. Shit. He does that. <laughs> All all the time, like he'll have yeah. his rant moments, but but he he has like a good grasp of like right. how to lead in times like this. I mean, he's shown that so far, so I, I like his approach, um, and I feel like, man, like he, you know, <laughs> people just got to start acting. Like our government leaders really need to start doing shit, and I, I'm not seeing a whole lot of that. Obviously, at the very top. Right. I think the silver lining for all this, I mean, if we can look at it at all in that way, is that, um, you know, we got to take this. We've got nothing to do except wait it out at this point for, you know, we take it upon ourselves to keep safe and really enjoy being home with our families. Well, the the, the one thing that sucks for for us on our end in terms of like, you know, waiting it out and it should be fine is that when you start to run out of specific supplies when it comes to like oh, me yeah. having a toddler and a pregnant woman at home. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you that's, know, a, specific that's, that's, that's dicey. That, yeah. Yeah. And the, like we, we've gotten a, uh, my daughter, she, she drinks a certain kind of uh, milk that, that we mm-hmm. feel comfortable her, her drinking and certain kinds of food and those things, you know, you see that it's starting to become more and more scarce and they go bad. So you can't stockpile them. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and the same thing with my girl, I need to make sure that she's eating healthy, you know, she's pregnant. God, and, and that's the other thing too. We're about to have a baby during the coronavirus crisis, you know, like Oof. when, when's, when's her due date? Uh, early June. Mm. Just do me a favor. Don't call that boy. Caroni. 
No, bro, come on. <laughs> I already gave my son his name. Don't do it. Okay, good. Uh, calling him Corona Queens. <laughs> um, what the fuck else was I going to say? Oh, but actually, hold on. Let me talking about like all this crazy new stuff. So, so our, our fourth member, uh, Paul. Paul, aka Weird Thoughts, aka Drink Champ Sports, aka Dream Big Hip Hop. He in our crazy hood chat group, he started he's been peddling in posts and, and text messages that those um that everybody just says, Share this, share this with your oh, friends, you know? God. But but then you know, I got he I gave him a lot of shit. But I'll I'll read it because Drain, he actually did a couple he 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 fact checked some of this stuff. Okay. And, and a lot of it seemed to be, at least in the news, to be true. And it's silver lining shit. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm bringing this up. Um, let me find it for you guys. So he sent this was meant to like make people feel a little bit better about what's going on in the world. And like I said, Drain fact check uh, quite a bit of this, and it seems to be true. So some of the stuff is uh, China has closed down its last coronavirus hospitals, meaning the ones that the the ones that they built for this stuff. Yeah, the ad hoc joints. Yep. Not true. enough new cases to support them. That seems to be true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is true, and I don't know that Drain checked this, but doctors in India have been successful in treating coronavirus, combination of drugs used, lapernavir, whatever, all these weird names, and then uh, they are going to suggest same medicine globally. Um, researchers of the Erasmus Medical Center claim to have found an antibody against the coronavirus. Again, I don't know if any of this is true, but some of it we have found out to be true. And this is a message of someone saying, hey, this is the silver lining. Things There is a, a light at the end of the tunnel that someone sent this out. Uh, a 103-year-old Chinese grandmother has made a full recovery uh, after being treated for six days in Wuhan, China. Apple reopens. This has been fact-checked. Apple reopens all 42 China stores. Hmm. And that has been fact-checked and is true. Yeah. Cleveland Clinic developed COVID-19 tests that gives results in hours, not days. Uh, we have to check that. Good news from South Korea, where the number of new cases is declining. I think that was fact-checked and to be true. Italy is hit hard, experts say, only because they have the oldest population in Europe. And that we kind of, I mean, I, I always knew that. <laughs> that Italy has mm. one of the oldest populations. Yeah. Uh, let me see another. I, I won't go through all of them, but I'll give you one more. Uh a San Diego biotech company is developing a COVID-19 vaccine in collaboration with Duke University and National University of Singapore. And there's a bunch of other ones. Don't know if that's true. But uh, if any of it is true, it means that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I'm, I'm still, all through all this shit, I'm still very hopeful and believing in, you know, we're going to get through this shit. It's just... I was talking to to a few of my my new coworkers, um, kind of making the rounds at the company, and one of the things that I feel very strongly about with with respect to all of this is, I think humanity wins at the end of the day, or or benefits greatly from this shit because yeah, it's a teaching you, moment. Yeah, it's it's like you you're you're we're all forced in a situation right now where we need to appreciate the most minimal things because of our situation. So when all you've got is like like what we're doing, right? Like this is pretty much what social interaction looks like right now. It's people on Skype, right? Or FaceTime or what have you outside of the people inside your house. And then when you get out of this shit, like a lot of the shit that people were sweating, I hope just aren't as significant anymore, at least for a period, because <laughs> people are going to go back to the old ways at some point. Right. But like you, I feel like, again, I think globally speaking, like you're gonna see a shift in people's what they what they hold near and dear, and hopefully the world in and of itself is gonna benefit from. Because even like, well, it's, well, just at the pace that that the world goes. So yeah. look at like the pollution levels. You know what they had that map of uh, right. uh, of China pre and now in terms of just pollution oh, yeah. levels and you know yeah, those, Italy those kind as of well. things. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I read a headline earlier today, like the Venice canals are actually clear, like they're crystal clear right now, just because of the yeah. lack of usage of them. Um, so those kind of things. But I, I just wonder if people will remember that kind of stuff yeah. once. I mean, I you 
you'd think that as a society though it's a humbling moment um yeah especially like i you know i i've made a my own little quote i don't know if it, if it's smart or not you guys tell me i thought it was pretty smart but it said, <laughs> i said that in a national crisis first world problems uh quickly become third world problems you know something like that i wrote uh, i saw that uh, one. that was a post you did right yeah yeah it yeah. just i just felt like you know you know, everybody ha- always be like, ah, first world problems. But all of a sudden, everybody know toilet paper and we're in third world problems, right. you know? Right. Like, no, quick, because people just don't know how to act. That shit was You're a lava. scholar and a gentleman. <laughs> you, had, you had some hot lava right there, for sure. <laughs> yo, sometimes, man, sometimes. I just want, I want credit for my, for my raps, yo. My girl won't give me any credit on anything. No love. <laughs> no love. <laughs> Taking any time to listen to some new music? During this, did you guys listen to the J Electronica album? Not yet, I did. Man. Is it good? Uh, 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 hmm. <laughs> I went through it. I went through it uh, once. I went night. through it one and a half. I went through it once, but I didn't go through. I didn't listen to every song all the way through. Like uh, my my son had just fallen asleep. My wife fell asleep. I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, let me let me listen to this because I kept hearing about it, and I like him. I mean, I haven't heard much you know he always got a small body of work yeah um but yeah i mean i i I think i need to give it another couple of listens like people are driving around all the way through something like that before i make every song yeah so it's almost really like a collaborative album versus a solo album it that's what people are complaining about yeah but uh i mean i like the uh yeah i like the alchemist has a joint on there's dope I like that Ghost of Soldier Slim. That yeah, that track shit is too. fucking dirty, man. Yeah. And for people who don't know, you know, he's from New Orleans, so he has that history. It, you know what I found weird? People saying New York is back, but I'm like, but he's from New Orleans, guy. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> fucking idiots. <clears throat> exactly. But I find myself going back to the allegory, Royce. That shit is fire. Just such a solid album, man. I went through it the other day. Yeah, it's definitely dope. Super dope. Back when they let me out of my house, I was hitting the basketball court. It's the gym I go to, and I had my headphones on. That shit was pumping me through, bro. I enjoy yeah, that shit great. a lot. But I, I think the J Electronica is going to take a few more listens. It's pretty pretty deep in lyric. It's got a lot of you know lyrical content. So, yeah. I, I has some controversy I've seen, too. Oh, where? Yeah, I think. Uh, who was it that got oh, mad? Oh. Rosenberg and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah some. something of Jewish, something about uh, what do you say? Something foul, right? About Jewish people, something crazy. Like there was something, yeah, something, something. yeah. yeah. Kevin's wow. like no controversy at the fatherhoods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we abstain. It is what it is. Everyone, you know, it's, it's a song. And yeah, whatever. Music. But I mean, yeah. Have you guys? I mean, heard? it's got it's got everything. It's got lyrics, got controversy, got yeah. beats. <laughs> it's got it all. Have you guys heard the news about uh, Sacramento County Judge authorizing the sheriff's office to uh, release inmates with thirty days or less remaining in their sentences because mm. of this? Yeah, basically. I heard that in um, what fucking country did they let go of uh, Iran? Iran, mm. they let go of people in their prisons. Oh. Oh. But I don't understand how that stops the spread. Wouldn't you want to just contain everybody? And if they all get sick, they're prisoners. You just treat them contained, contain that place. I don't know. How would letting yeah, more people know. out stop the spread? Maybe, maybe if it becomes too contaminated, then you contaminate the people who work there, and then they take that virus back to outside of the. Prison. Right, but if if you're chancing that somebody in there has it and might contaminate a worker, you let them go and contaminate it. Yeah, not workers. I don't know. She's told all over the place. I don't know. It doesn't really. Uh, it doesn't make much sense. Right, let me ask you guys this, then, um, kind of off, totally off topic, um, and and I guess Manny, well, let me let me ask you since you have older kids first um the n-word what do your kids know of of that word um what do they know about it well do they so so there's the phrase the n-word and there's the actual word they've heard are they familiar are they familiar with the uh the actual word 
and the meaning behind it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We we've uh, taken the time to educate them and make sure that they understand where it comes from and uh, why we don't want them using the word. Um, so if but, they hear you say it, what? If they hear me say it, they know I'm really pissed off because that's the only time they would come out of my mouth and it wouldn't be directed toward them. It would just be... Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I've heard you not so pissed off. No, 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 no. <laughs> around, if they're around, that's, oh, okay. that's when it might come right. But um, I mean, that that word has so many different meanings and context depending on who's using right. it and how they're using it. Yeah, so we, we haven't... You bring up a good point, actually. I don't think we've ever... I might have mentioned to them kind of why you'll hear me say it every now and again um, to them, like the rationale behind it, which I, I don't believe is strong or, or right, but it's my rationale. But uh, we, we focus more on, like, why people, the history behind it and why, right. you know, it's it's not something that should be perpetuated in society. Um, which, But then, you know, you for me, it's the, it's the constant battle which most people face. It's like, yeah. all right, you tell me all this shit over here, but like you over here saying it, like, why, 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 why yeah. are you contradicting yourself? And that's always a problem. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking cause, um, or a friend. So, <laughs> no, no, so, so, so typically like when we're talking about curse words in our house, at least it's, you know, he's heard a bunch of curse words, but, but you know, he refers to them as like, Oh, you know, Mom, I heard. I just heard this guy say the f word, or everything is like the f word or the s word, or the, the you know, initial that, that word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so he overheard me the other day. I was talking to someone on the phone, and they were talking about some uh, some kind of con uh, video content, and and you know, do you do you edit out you know uh, an f word? You know, if if there's the use of the n word, do you edit that out? You know, that kind of. So he he overheard my conversation, and he heard me say the phrase N word. Um, and so in his mind, he's thinking that's another curse word because that's how we refer to Uh, curse words. So then he starts asking like, what, you know, I thought you told me what all the different curse were, (laughs) you know, he's like, what is, (laughs) you you know, what is this, this this word? And then I'm just like, Oh man, (laughs) like, I don't know if I want to get into. So we basically, so you haven't even had that conversation yet. Well, we've had the I mean, we've definitely had the the conversation about racism and that type of stuff. He's got uh, you know, we've talked about slavery, we've talked about different different forms of racism. That seems but, so confusing to try to explain right now, especially in the context that it's so used in you know, prevalently in music. Yeah, and and so I mean, my wife was, you know, which she was looking at me like, you know, I'm going to kill you for <laughs> now we got to talk about <laughs> This particular thing right now. Um, <laughs> so basically what we ended up telling him is because it's not a word that we use. It's not a word that, that I repeat. Or my wife repeats. So we said, look, we're not going to tell you. Like, it's not a curse word. It's a hate word. So that's just what you need to know. It, it's a it's just to start because uh, we're not going to get into the to, to the different context of it at this point. And, um, and he's still trying to grasp it. So my wife was like, well... And, you know, she started breaking down about, um, you know, what it's what the, the origins of it without telling him what the word is, but just what the phrase is. Um, and then she's like, because my son has a, you know, he likes Dr. King. You know, he gets he, he understands that that story and he understands right. what Dr. King does. So my wife is like, you know, uh, imagine someone spitting on Dr. King. And he's like, oh, my God. And he goes. She's, you know, that's, that's what, when you call someone that word, that's what that, that's what that means. That's, that's the kind of feeling and hate that it evokes. And he's like, oh, okay. And, um, but it was just, yeah, it was weird. I wasn't ready for, not that I don't want to hide it from him, but it's just. But he doesn't you know, know the word. He just heard you say N word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he doesn't know what the word is yet. Yeah, and I don't necessarily want to put that in his Cause, head. No, because I would think that'd be super confusing for you to explain that it's a hate word, and then he, he hears, hears it people somewhere. saying yeah. it in a way that's not hateful yeah, or exactly. music that's fun, and yeah. he'll be like, what kind of fucking like demented hate word is this that is being used this way? 
Yeah, so I'm just I'm curious how a Manny, you know, you've dealt with that, and then E, when you know your your daughter's going to be hearing things soon and talking soon, yeah. how how are you going to deal with with that? I don't I don't know. I mean, I obviously don't want her growing up saying it, but again, the issue for me is that I grew up in and and it's a it's a horrible excuse, but it it is my it's my truth. And growing up in Miami, it was just a part of our vernacular and and you kind of like it's hard to shake it and even from a young age i knew that i probably should try to shake it and i couldn't shake it you know never saying it in a hateful way of course you know yeah, always yeah. saying it in terms of like you know hip-hop or whatever the fuck however you want to say it um but i wouldn't want her i wouldn't want her to say it i wouldn't i, I would want her to understand the nuance of of the of why it's controversial and you know how it got into the music and you know but it's so difficult for for kids to understand that i would probably take a easier route and just be like it's a bad word mm-hmm. and sometimes people say bad words in happy times you know you know like i effing love that yeah and so that sounds happy but it's still a bad word and you shouldn't be saying it that's probably the route i'll take yeah but what happens when and, and i think about this all the time when your kid says it they might be reciting a lyric. They might actually be applying it the way we use it. Right. How, how, what's your reaction going to be? Because, I, I, you know, I self-analyze that, and I'm like, yo, I don't want them I mean, saying that word. I mean, you're six. So let me ask you, your six-year-old, has, what kind of, I mean, what does he know of that word? Has he heard it in music? Has he? Yeah, he's uh, heard it in music, the, for sure. Okay. In movies. Um he know he he knows that it shouldn't be so said. You, okay. But that's you know not not the nuances of it, not why it's used for, you know, kind of you know quote unquote the positive way versus you know the derogatory. And, and, and way. then and then this is the thing, and this is kind of going towards you, Manny, um, that then people feel that some people feel that they have the right to use it because maybe they feel that they're ra- racially leaning towards the race that feels you know i'm i feel i'm i'm black so i therefore i can use it yeah. do your do your kids identify as being black that's a dominican uh, <laughs> yeah you said yeah. you said your family had, yeah we we, we black right we all yeah. yeah that's that's how we identify okay. so okay so do I you mean, think we, that would be something there like where they would be like well dad you know we're we're black so that that could be that could be their argument for sure and and i don't have well, if, if we're if we're calling that a correct way of thinking about it, right? Because yes, our, our our black friends, well, I, I consider myself black, but in general, like black folks, feel like they have the right to say, right? Right. And, and so, if you're using that as like the the source of truth here, yeah, like what's the what's the leg to stand on at that point, right? You have that conversation with your kid, and you're like, well, shit, all right, hi, you got me, but at the same time, it's like. Uh, you know, and, and this is kind of corny, but I always look at them and I say, yo, I don't want you to be me. I want you to be better than me. And I would probably right. use that as kind of my attempt at trying to scrub clean or try to eliminate as much as I can their use of it. But because they don't have to, like they didn't grow up like we grew up in the thick of that. The music will continue to have it, but it's not in their day to day like can, it was I, for us. Can I, And this is probably going down a rabbit hole and I'm sorry but you you saying that you and the in the family identify as black it, it, it even you know that we know that there's so many layers now yeah and so many divisions in the world that it's easily for someone to say nah you're some dominican motherfuckers you got no right saying this you know like yeah. you know like you 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 latino or whatever they like they 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 won't see you as black like there's just like do you feel that you're going to have to kind of like even talk about all these layers? Because that's what, that's the type of world we live in now, like all this political correctness and all these layers and all these things. And one person might look at you like, like I'll, I'll be talking to somebody and they'll say, nah, you black, you Cuban, you black. And then the next person be like, get the fuck out of here, white boy. Like, like you just never know who you're talking to and the way that they view the world. Yeah. And to me, that's just such a fucking mind fuck. But I would imagine like, to me, I I I consider like if if you're like you being Dominican, I tell my Dominican friends like, like you guys, you have no business being racist against black people. You're black, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
when I say Dominican, I'd be like like the darker leaning Dominican. Not, yeah. There's clearly a white Dominican, mulatto, and black Dominican. Anything mulatto and black to me are black, you know. Right. And and have no business being, you know, the mulattoes have no business being racist towards black people. So I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, are you going to be able to 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 teach all those layers and how how difficult do you feel that do they understand it now? Yeah, I'll t- I tell you, so with my eldest, she's the darkest shade in our house across mm. all of us, right? And so um, with her, she had an issue with her skin color early. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember you we, you mentioned this yeah, so before. Like, yeah. So that was a trying time here, but it was an, a, an excellent learning opportunity to help her understand kind of her place in in the diaspora, if you will. Um, and and how perspective kind of will change, by depending on who she meets, right? So, I t- we try to focus on how she feels, who she identifies herself to be, and and weigh the kind of weigh the importance of that over anything else other people might consider. Our rule of thumb here is: so long as you don't feel like you're being disrespected by others. Who gives a fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's so long as you know who you are and you're comfortable with that, we generally don't give a fuck. Cause you're right. Like how many fucking slice you're gonna try to peel the onion? So many layers of the onion, bro. We'll be here forever. Like trying to figure this yeah. shit out. Like there's no sense in, in spending yeah. time on that. Twenty three and me, everybody. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but but something I found you out do, I'm Chinese. God damn it. <laughs> so, but something with but with respect Wuhan. to. <laughs> with respect to the the n-word right and then who has the right to say it um that also to me like that's a that's a that's not a fight or a battle that i'm going to engage in right so like if i'm right. a, if i'm among a group of black folks that don't know me and say i say the word because we're having a conversation and it comes out and they check me i'm not going to sit there and argue with them about it I'm going to just say, you know what? You're right. Because in reality, I don't want to continue saying the word. Right, right. So it's not, I'm not prideful about using the word. And if Absolutely. I get checked, I'm going to be like, you're right, my bad. I apologize and keep it pushing. Because it's really, I wish I could eradicate it from my vocabulary, but it, it's it's ingrained in me. Deep huh? shit, man. <laughs> I think it's a good, good note to end on. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, let's go shave these beards, guys. Coronavirus is fucking us right. up. <laughs> Never. Alright, y'all. Pizza. Be safe. Um that, that was almost cave. an hour, B. Yeah. Uh